Hello and welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man thinks. Please enjoy this teaching and if you want more, visit the website at halesowenapostolicchurch.org. Thank you. Good morning all. Good morning, Kev. So, Jesus does still live. Amen. <laughs> he should live in our hearts, all our hearts. So, today, I want to go through a, a book of Acts. Okay? So, if you turn your Bibles in to Acts 29, and we'll go from there. Okay? I'll just have a drink of water while I'm finding this. Okay. Okay. So we found that. <laughs> Acts 29. Yeah? Okay, so at the book of Acts, it goes to Acts 28. Okay? 29. Why? Because we are Acts 29. The church did not die on the day of Pentecost. It followed. Okay? We are living in the unfinished chapter of the church's ministry. Okay? So in chapter 28, yeah, 30 31, Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house, received all that came into him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbid him. So, so over 2,000 years ago, and we are still talking about Jesus, we're still talking about the book, our Bible, we're still talking about Paul, the apostles, the people of the Bible, Okay, so, how are we going to be remembered in 2,000 years' time? How are people are going to remember us? We've told many a times, it's by our fruits and what we do. But are we going to wait for somebody else to do that? Or are we going to move to do that? Okay. Our journey through Acts... We see the church is beginning. We see its success and some failures. And Acts ends up with Paul under house arrest, using that house as a base of operation as he shares the gospel. I've just read that in Acts. He could have just left, been under, under how he was, under house arrest. How am I going to do this in my own little house? How am I going to get people? Why, why, why should I? How can I do this? Hallelujah, though we didn't. We know that. The end of Acts is not the end of the church. Almost 2,000 years after the events of Acts, the story continues. It continues with us. As I've just said, we have to continue this. And if we don't, then who's going to tell you everybody else? Who's going to tell the person next year in your classroom in school? 
Who's gonna, or your workplace, or if you're at a football match, or your relatives, your friends, who's gonna tell them if you don't? How did we, who told us? That's what we have to ask ourselves. As Wendy said in her prayer, the world is a broken world at the moment, and there's more and more people need us than ever. Right. In Matthew 16:18, and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. God, he still desires to build his church into what he wants. Not what we want, what God wants. And he works through us to do this. You and, you and I are the people he has called for this purpose, it wasn't a mistake, so don't think that we are the mistake. He has called us as we are to work and to do his work. The church is to constantly be under construction to become the church God wants us to be. Us to be. We're always changing. We can only change if we study more. We read more, we go to church more, we listen more, we, do, we take action on what we're doing. He wants us to be here, you and me, here in House Owen, to become, the, to become the church that God wants. It doesn't just happen. Like anything, it requires work on the part of God's people. We are God's people. As times may have changed, but the message or the mission of God does not. It's the same today, the same yesterday, the same tomorrow. The word does not change. We all must be committed to the Great Commission. In Matthew 28, when he said, 28, 19, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. He is speaking again to us. Okay? He's teaching them to observe. We are, we are, we've got to observe the word of God. We have got to teach others the way that God wants us to live our lives. He wants us to move. He wants us to go and teach these. As I said, how, how are people going to know if we don't do it? Jesus is still alive, as I've already said. He's alive in our hearts. If he's alive there, then why don't we do something with it? We all must be committed to the Great Commission. The Commission of the Apostles in Acts 1.8. Sorry, I do apologize. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea 
and in, in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth, in Halesowen, in Bromsgrove, in Bromsley, in Viewdley, in Harbourne, Sutton Coalfield, everywhere. They are the uttermost parts of the earth. The Great Commission, the same for, it's the same for us today, to take the gospel to our community and the world. Yes, it is. Why? Because we are commanded to do so. I've just read that in Matthew 28. Now, it is not called the Great Suggestion. It is an authoritative order from Jesus, and God expects us to fulfill it. How can we fulfill it if, we're not, if we don't speak? Jesus has shown his authority there by it's a command to us to do it. If you do that at work and you have a command to do your job and you don't do it, <laughs> then you walk, don't you, you go. What happens if we don't move? We have to move to church. Often we, break, we make the Great Commission become the Great Omission. We leave it out or we think it is not as important as, as it should be. But it is important. Fulfilling the Great Commission is a matter of obedience to God. Then move and you show that obedience. Why? Because heaven and hell are real. And in Acts it reminds us our choices have consequences. Okay, so heaven is real. It's a real consequence of choosing the place to place our faith our Christ, in, in, our, in our Christ. We have to move. We have to put our faith in him to move. If we don't, then why are we here? What, what are we even bothering for? Jesus is real. He is alive. We know this. Hell is also real. It's a real consequence of choosing to reject the love and the forgiveness of Christ. We've all seen, we've all felt this love, this forgiveness in our lives. We were all sinners. And we still sin. That's why Paul says we have to repent daily. We have to die to ourselves daily. We do this also by not studying We reject the love of, of, and the forgiveness of Christ if we don't, we don't study, if we don't read, if we don't come to church and we, do, we think it's not as important as it should be, or we don't come to our Bible study. You know, even the volunteering, really, to do your 10-minute teach, you're moving, you've got to move to do these. Otherwise, we just sit, sat, sat down, just listening to the Word, getting fat on the Word, get at, at the back of the church, you know, not being seen, not being heard, then what happens? We have to promote this promotion, isn't it? We have to promote this cause as a good, good cause. The good news has got to be shared. So what is at stake? Well, the souls of the people, our family, our friends, our work colleagues, etc. The very essence of the individuals is on the line. We all must understand the nature of the church. Now, the nature is, is something discovered by what it does. Okay? So, if it walks like a duck, it's a duck. Exactly. 
So what is the nature of what our church is? And it's not opposed to what you say it is or what it should be. It's discovered by observing what it does as a church. How do we work? How do we operate as a church? How do we take this into the into hells I mean? We are the church. We are the church, not the building. We are the church. The church is not a private club with only certain people allowed in. We don't reject no one and come in freely. It is not a social club for people to meet, talk about the Albion, or, or, or other, their other interests. We know it's not that. The nature of the church centers on the message of redemption. It is an ex extension of Jesus' ministry and his mission on earth. Remember, he came, he came to serve, not to be served. In us, working with him, alongside him, and serving others, we're doing what Jesus continued, continuation of that. In John 20, 21, then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so I send you. That still applies today. Again, peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, he sent him to minister and to teach the these people on earth. Okay? After Jesus ascended to heaven, he, he told us, yeah? Even so, I send you. He sent the, his apostles. He sent, and we are his apostles. We are his saints. He's sending us out into the world to preach this gospel. We must embrace the gospel and its implications. The gospel is a major theme in Acts and a vital part of the church. In Acts 8:25, and they, when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, returned to Jerusalem and preached the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. So after they'd been out and preached all day, went to other towns as well and carried on. Okay, Acts 8.40 But Philip was found of Azotus and passing through he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. The message preached by the church was the gospel. And in Acts 16.10, And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go unto Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. The will of God was for the gospel to be preached. His very word, his, very <clears throat> his will for us was to spread this word. It's a gift that we had, the Holy, Holy Spirit. He gave it to us, but it wasn't for us, was it? It was for us to share with everybody. In Acts 20, 24, none of these things move me, neither, could, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my cause with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God 
the gospel was worth the effect to spread it. That was Paul there speaking again. He knew how close it was to his own heart, what he'd been through, and the importance of spreading the word still. The gospel must be embraced by the church because of its implications, because of everything that we have drawn from it. Every day when we read something and it touches your heart, and you, you know, you, we all do it. We've all gone through there. Even you, you, you know, word for the day, you know, some amazing stories in there. Sometimes when we get it, we receive a lot from it. The gospel reveals that God alone is creator and judge. And we are accountable to him. He does see what we do. When we get up to heaven, and we open that book of life, is he going to remember us for what we've done? Or is he going to, I never knew you. The gospel teaches us that the death of Christ was offered to us in order to appease God's wrath so we can respond to God and experience forgiveness. We know we have. We've been forgiven of our our sins. We are children of God. That's how we ought to walk as well. In Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. So church, we must seize the opportunities God gives us, just like Math did, just like Ben did. And they'll just share the testimonies this morning. And just like in Acts, over and over, God's people seize the opportunities to share the gospel in both good and bad situations. So no matter what they went through, they still shared the gospel. So whatever we're going through, we also have to still yeah, share the gospel. I'm having a bad day. I don't really want to read my Bible. I know they're in need, but I, don't want to, I can't be bothered to go over to them. Yeah? Would Jesus have done that? Uh, we were speaking about this on Wednesday. After he, he preached all day, he still got up early, give God thanks, and continued. How tired was he? Yeah? The sweats of blood dripping from him. He still preached God's word. Even though it was the end of his, his life, and he knew that, but the message was still there. He had to get that message out. I'm finished anyway, so what does it matter? No, no, he didn't see it like that. I've got to get that word. I've got to get that message across to everybody. I'm going through all this, this trouble, all this bad in my life, but I'm still going to spread that word. Paul used every, every circumstance, not some, but every circumstance, as an opportunity To, to, point bring, to bring people to Christ. In Romans 14, 17, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. If we are not sensitive to the Spirit and walking with Christ, 
We will miss those opportunities. Turn TVs on. We'll watch that instead. Let's get let's get stuck into the meat. Let's get stuck into the Bible. Let's study that. We must be committed to finish the task. The task of spreading the word of God. We've got to be fully, 100% committed. Yet we all get ill at times and work, it gets in the way. But we do, we know that. But if it doesn't, then there shouldn't be any excuse really not to come. Not to come. If your heart is like Jesus' was, his heart was on us. Yeah, now should be the same. His love, we've got to love in return, haven't we? So that's why you have to move. Time and time again, Satan attempts to stop the people of God from doing the most fundamental tasks of the church. In Acts, he did not succeed. Is he today, though? Is he succeeding in our church or churches around the world? He's stopping them from having church, stopping us from saving people, from talking to people, putting every, any little obstacle or big obstacle in the way so we can't get that word across. We've been here, we know this. And the, the IT has just failed miserably and we could have just, you know, just called it a day, you know, but we haven't. We've continued, we've continued. It's not going to... The show must go on. <laughs> it's got to, we've got to move. With, we've got to move it. Let nothing stop us. So what is the pattern in Acts? Well, as long as the people of God, they stayed focused on their tasks, he remained faithful to it. I'm oh, sorry, and remained faithful to it. God used them to finish the task. So is God going to... Right, okay, so you do a little bit of study, a bit of reading... You don't witness. How, how is he going to use you to do the, the greater things? Jesus said you will do greater things than I. So we look up to Jesus and we think how great he was. But then Jesus tells us that we're going to do greater things than what he's done. So how could God trust us to do the bigger things if we can't even do the smaller things first? Bible study. It, 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 way math is, is set that out and everybody is you know, interacting in that, aren't we? So everybody's learning a lot of from the scriptures. You're understanding more. So we, you know, and you obviously your church as well. To finish the task. The mission of God has yet to be completed. Will we do our part to finish the task God has for us? All of us. In 2 Timothy 4, 6, 7. For I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. That was Paul once again. Are we going to keep the faith in, the bo- in our book, in the Bible? in our church, in our, in our little congregation here, and on a Wednesday. We're going to keep the faith. We're going to spread the news. We're going to fill this building. Yes, Lord. So we can have a, a bigger building and fill that as well. 
you, all of us, no matter what work we do, and no matter where we go, there's people always reaching out to, to us. And sometimes we're just that busy. As Mark said before, being under Satan's yoke. We're that busy that we don't even recognize, we don't even notice the people who are in need. They stop us from doing your reading, anything. It's under Satan's influence all the time. Paul went through it. We all go through it. We're just the same as what the apostles were. They had jobs the same. Yeah, they may not have worked as long as ours as what we, we do. But we don't know that. But they still made sure they did God's work daily. Morning, day, evening. And then continued the day after. That's got to be in, in us to do this. Not just, I oh, will do it on a Wednesday, we'll do it on a Sunday, the rest of the day. A friend of, uh, uh, from another church, he used to call them submarine. Remember that, Ben? Submarine believers. So you went down all week, the bottom of the, the, bottom, bottom of the sea, and then come a Sunday, yes, I'm going to church now. But that's not God, what God wants. You got your draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. And he's helped every single one of us in this room at one point or another. And it always baffles me as well in the Bible. And all the people that Jesus healed, where were they after? The lepers. You know, he fetched the demons out of people. Where were they? Is it a bit like us today and the people we talk to? They see these, oh, it's lovely, brilliant, beautiful, beautiful service, beautiful sermon, everything. And they vanish. The same. They go in, we go through exactly the same as what they went through. But as Paul said, it's faith. You've got to stick by the faith. Thank you, church, for listening.